This is the EWN Podcast Network. If you're someone that feels like you have a lot to say, but either you're afraid to say it, or you just feel like you're not being heard, then meet Carrie MacArthur. Hi, I'm Carrie. If you have ever felt like you're invisible or that you want to be invisible, like you've lost touch with who you are, I just want you to know that I understand. I was there and I have spent the last six years of my life reconnecting to myself, my power, and my purpose. And now it is my passion to help you to dare to find your voice. So if you're ready, say I'm ready. I'm ready. Hello. So welcome. Today, I am so excited to be here with my good friend, Casey Pluff. And first of all, I wanted to just let people know what I see in you, Casey. So Casey is someone who, when I first met you, maybe had just begun to understand who you were and started to create a vision. And the thing that has really struck me about you all the time is not only are you like beautiful and fun and energetic and you just have this great energy about you, but you also have a focus. And once you saw that vision, you have never given up on it. Like you've gone for it. You've let it clarify itself. You've, you've just really begun to blossom because you've allowed your purpose to drive you. And it's so beautiful to watch. And I would just really love for you, first of all, to introduce yourself to everybody so we know more about who you are. And then, um, I'll just ask you questions, you know, about as we go along about things that you say and everything else. So. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's just been gosh, such a pleasure The the people that you get to meet, you know, I always say, um, in the personal development journey and everything, it's the, it's the relationships that, that make our lives so rich, you know, and, and just the, the people that uh, just are on, on the journey of, of purpose and, you know, a, a path with purpose and really looking to, to make a difference in the world. And um, gosh, if you would have told me five years ago that I would be having a, a call like this or uh, doing what it is, you know, in network marketing and everything, I'd been like, that's crazy. Um, I just, so a little bit about me, uh, back in August of 2012, I had recently gotten married. I was a, a night shift nurse. I was a, a nurse for kids with cancer. And uh, Carrie, I know that that's a very, um, a very real thing for you. And you know, you, you and your family went through that. And, um, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't know a lot about about health at all, you know, even as a nurse. And um, I, I got exposed to it through my friend Jennifer. And I, I really just kind of got on this path of more of a, a holistic and started to, you know, kind of really understand nutrition through our, our company. And I, I was just, I was just blown away by, by the industry of network marketing after I learned more about it. And so, so I, I dove into that. I really do think, you know, out of so many industries that we can be in and entrepreneurship, I have just fallen in love with, with network marketing and everything that it has to offer. I have great friends and, and companies across the board. And, um, you know, I started uh, going to events and I started, you know, building my business, but it was, it was kind of like that a lot of times, <laughs> you know, a lot of wall kicking moments as uh, we described. And so that's when I, I, I met your husband, Dave, at an event called Follow Your Bliss. And that was really the first time that I've really gotten exposed, exposed at a very deep level to, to personal development, clarity, casting the vision, um, you know, and, and, and really being specific about it and then working, you know, so much, so much on that part, as well as, you know, all the action and skill sets and, and no matter what industry or, you know, what your skill set is, you know, and that, that day-to-day action, it was really just about that mind and, uh, and spirituality and everything. So he really brought me back to, to all of that with a presentation that I, 
I saw him do. And I, I just, I left that event back in um, December of 2013. And I, my life has just been um, skyrocketing, skyrocketing since it's been like this rocket ship. Sometimes it's almost like, whoa, slow down. I'm like, no, I want to go faster. So getting clear on that too. But um, yeah, so it's just, you know, I started out as just wanting to feel a little bit better and starting some some products in a, in a network marketing company, uh, you know, as a nurse and thought I was going to go back and get my master's and, and do something in nursing. I was, so just just no idea, you know, where, where it was going to lead me. But I remember one day in my scrubs and I was looking in the mirror and I, I want to say this was, this was even before, this was before I found, um, you know, entrepreneurship, network marketing. And it was, I just was looking in there and I was like, man, I thought it was just going to be something more like just something more and not just, you know, going to work every day. We lived in this tiny little duplex. It was freezing. We didn't even have central like heat. And I just remember in the winters, it was like so cold and my, I put the heaters right by my feet. Um, you know, and, and so that was, it was just like, there's gotta be something more and, and hence, you know, here, here we are now. That's amazing. So I was going to ask you, you know, what was it? Because we have such a, a culture tradition that if you've gone to school, and you spent all this time for a career, it must be the most important thing you could do. And you know, it's a stigma that exists. And then, you know, you're all of a sudden introduced to this whole new idea that takes no schooling. And what is it that allowed you to let go of that, that precedence of I've gone to school for this, and this is like the most important thing I could do. Like I'm here blessing the lives of these sick kids, right? How did you, how did you decide that it was okay to let go of that and to do something completely non-traditional and, you know, put your hope into that? And you said that you had that desire of, you know, there's got to be something more or that wonder, but is there, is there something that was more tangible that just gave yourself that permission to just do that, to let go and try something else? You know, I just started surrounding myself with the possibility and the idea of it and not necessarily like in person, like with, with people, you know, my, my friend Jennifer who introduced me, but she didn't really have a lot of success yet, um, you know, in it, but it was just, it was the idea. I just started getting, you know, watching maybe some calls like this, uh, you know, just listening, jumping on phone calls, listening to, to podcasts, to CDs, just watching videos, reading books. And then of course, you know, going to the events. Um, but when I started going to events and I saw, and I saw people, I just saw a vision and it was like, if they can do it, why can't I do it? And if it's possible for somebody else, you know, it's gotta be possible, possible for me. There's possibility out there. And I just hung on to that, to that belief. My dog is dreaming in the background. I don't know if you guys can hear. <laughs> He's literally dreaming. Um, but yeah, it was just, that was, that was it. And you, and it was just pushing down the noise. I mean, when you decide to stop, step outside the box and do something like, I mean, nursing is a great career. And I went to school for six years. I invested tens of thousands of dollars, had student loans, you know, went and uh, gosh, paying basically to work in clinicals. And, you know, and, and so to, to give that up, um, people thought I was crazy. And I was really bad when I started in network marketing, like really, really bad. And so I think you were saying that I wasn't good and that I was thinking I was going to like leave my job and be, you know, and I was like, I'm going to be a millionaire and, uh, and retire my husband. People thought I lost it. So I had to push that noise out and had to stop kind of surrounding myself with people that were, you know, kind of naysayers and just keep that positive noise coming in through books, CDs, and podcasts. And, and as my circle started to grow more of people who had that same kind of drive as me. 
Domestic so environment is really important. We hear all the time, willpower only lasts so long, right? We can't rely on our willpower to do anything. So our environment plays a big part in that. So I love how you mentioned that, you know, surrounding yourself with, and it didn't have to be that you totally left your relationships behind and all of a sudden found yourself new friends. You started with books and audios and just new ideas, new voices in your head, right? Yeah, you know, and, and I didn't, I wasn't someone that like really had this super huge, large circle to begin with, even, you know, but it was the people that I was around, it's just, they, they just didn't have the same desire. They were content. They, they didn't want to stretch out and that's fine. And, you know, and it's, um, it's not that they were, you know, doubting me as a person. It was just that that was something so foreign to them and they weren't willing to be open. You know, they just, they didn't want to be open to it and that's okay. You know, everybody's on their own journey. Um, but I did, I, I just craved that, just craved that information and, and that um, positivity and, and just growth. And it's, it's amazing though, the relationships that do come into your life that feed those. I mean, it's, uh, you're definitely not going to be missing out and you don't have to, you know, forget your circle, but, um, it's fun though. Cause a lot of times when you elevate yourself so high, you get to go back and, and your circle gets to come with you that, you know, may not have in the beginning and, and then they do in the, in the future. And, uh, everybody, it's a, it's a win for everybody at that point. That's fantastic. So I have, um, created my own little program, I guess. And, Basically, finding your purpose to me is the same thing as finding your voice, which has been my journey. And so what I've noticed, and I've actually created an acronym that goes, so finding the value of yourself, being open to new ideas and to new opportunities, new adventures, and then setting an intention to act upon the things that you've been learning to incorporate them into your life, which is a lot of time getting really uncomfortable doing that, stepping into your fear and then clearing out the old beliefs, the old limitations and replacing them with that new stuff and then expressing it, just speaking it out loud and allowing that purpose to come to fruition. So that's kind of been the, the path that I've been following. And as I watch other people, I notice that it doesn't have to go in that order necessarily. And it, all of the elements are there in every story that I've ever heard. So, I guess my question for you is, um, it's kind of two or threefold. What do you feel like your first step was in that? Like, did you first, like all of a sudden know who you were and then decide to just go for it? Or did maybe you have to open your mind to possibilities and start stepping outside of your comfort zone first and in the process of discovering what you and who you are and you know, from there, does that make sense? It does, and you know, and I'm I'm still I'm still learning who I am. You know, it, I, the person that I was a year ago is not the person that I am now, and and I'm sure that a year from now. I'm going to be in a, in a different level, in a different place, and, and different different things are going to be coming in, different ideas. You know, we're, we're creatures of, of creating constantly and, you know, learning constantly and, you know, quote unquote, failing constantly, which is learning and elevating constantly. So, you know, and, but, I, but, I'm, but I'm okay with that and, and just knowing that it is a journey and I've really gotten okay with that I'm not shooting for a destination. You know, to having goals, but the goals are just, you know, one, one step along this path of just this thing that we call life. And, you know, we talk about, you know, being open 
you know, Lenny, a dear friend of both of ours, and I know a mentor, um, you know, he's someone who always, when he introduces me or something, he's like, the one thing about Casey is she's open. Like, it might sound crazy or like that there's just no way, but she'll be open. And I am, and I'm, I'm open to listen to anything that, you know, okay, maybe that can be true. Let me, you know, think about it, study it, like get some, some, um, you know, feeling behind it. So I'll just, I, I do stay open to thing. And I think that that's the most expensive thing that we can do in life is to be closed. Uh, you know, close, you know, opportunities, you know, for sure, but just close and, and, and new thoughts and a, a new paradigm, you know, that can completely shift your life that, you know, Dave so eloquently and beautifully, you know, teaches and you guys, um, you know, when he, when I saw that on him and his PowerPoint, and now you guys, you know, do the mechanic to millionaire, it's, it's, that's something that's always about being open to new ideas. And, and then getting the intention behind it, though. I mean, you're brilliant with that. I and one of my favorite books is um, Dr. Wayne Dyer, who you know I may have never met him, but I consider him possibly my number one mentor. I've probably read more Wayne Dyer books than any other uh, book, and done more of his meditations and CDs and everything. Um, I'm a Wayne Dyer junkie, and I have the um, Powers of Intention um, written on my wall right now, and it says Intention. It's on my mirror. Um, not my mirror my window and it says creative love beauty kindness abundant abundance expansiveness and receptivity and so that those are all his seven steps of intention so I look at that every day when I'm sitting down at my computer and I'm going to work and you know I'm, I'm networking I'm creating I'm thinking of ideas I think about okay what's my intention behind this message what's my intention maybe behind this idea and so you know having that intention is, is, is critical, I believe, um, you know, to really the, the creating process of the life that we're, we're desiring. So I think that you're brilliant on that aspect. And, uh, and we do, we have to make room for it. A lot of times what we have going on in our life um, a lot of certain habits that we have, you know, that we, we have to, we have to limit those or we have to, you know, for, we're, for a creature of habit and, you know, watching TV too much, it, you know, we're going to have to take down, take down the TV some, you know, pick up a book a little bit more, whatever, whatever habits aren't serving you based on, you know, what goals that you do have, um, is something that, you know, you for sure. And then you, you do, it's, it's allowing it all to express and it starts to express based on what we start to attract. Or even if you hit some resistance, when you have that value in yourself, knowing that you're worthy, knowing that you're deserving, you know, of these goals, of these desires and everything that, you know, that you're working for, you've put your intention. And that way, even when you hit those, those stepping stones of, you know, just where you feel like you're getting knocked down, knocked down, knocked down, when you have that value of knowing, you know, that initial step that you're starting, um, it, you know that it's for you. You know that, okay, this is, I've got to learn something here. And it can be a lot less, um, just feeling of, of, of challenge, but you know, more of a, a flow and an ease and an acceptance and, and be willing just to get up and try again, try again, try again, um, with all that, that starting in that value. But really, I think that, you know, that's where everybody has to start is knowing that, you know, some crazy thought or wish or hope or dream comes to us that, that we are so honorable of, of attaining that. And, you know, that, that it's ours. Um, I love my, we have, we call ourselves the have it all, have it all team. And, you know, we always, when we, when we do things or we sign letters, we say that the secret to having it all is knowing that you already do. It's knowing that you already have it all.
because it's all right here inside you, right? All the pieces are already here. It's, there's nothing, nothing that you're going to have to, to find outside, outside yourself. It's just using that intelligence inside you to start molding it all together. Um, cause we already have everything that, you know, we could possibly desire. It's just been getting into all those steps that you just talked about. So, um, yeah, so that, I don't know if I went off on a tangent or if those are my thoughts about that. <laughs> I thought it was perfect. I love your energy. That's one of the things. So my question for you right now is, um, one of the things that I hear from people is I have good intentions and I get started on something and then I just stop and I can't figure out why I can't get past that or what is it that causes me to lose my motivation. So one thing I've seen in watching you, I mean, and I haven't seen every step and I'm positive just because I know how life works, that there have been failures and falls and stumbles. However, you have gone from one magnificent limp to the next. Like you just hit um, millionaire how long ago? Not very long ago. Not long ago. Not long ago. And now you're advancing to, you know, you in our company, we call it maxed out your first center. Like you've gone as far as you can and getting ready to re-enter and, and increase, you know, even more. And um, it's just gone. Like a steady climb is what it appears. So what is it that has kept you even when you fall, even on the days when you don't feel the greatest and you're like, I just don't want to do that today. What is it that allows you to, because I mean, intention is great, but they also say the road to hell is paved, paved with good intention. So what is it that gets you to not just have an intention, but act on your intention, even when you don't want to? Is there something that's inside of you that you can't turn off or what is that? It is. It's a pull. I, you know, and, um, and I don't know that I could even, but you, you know, that you know, that you know, when you have it and and you know i just and it hasn't oh my gosh there's been so many behind the scenes there's been wall kicking moments tears crying um just you know feeling like i'm letting people down that i'm not doing enough um you know the comparison still creeps in of where you know i'm looking at other people or i should be doing it this way or i should be this further longer you know all these all of that ego and that noise and 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 bad habits still creep in that i have to constantly like you guys say you know keeping the watchdog at the gate keeping the watchdog at the gate you know is this is this serving me but i think the number is like I'm kind to myself. And I think that that's probably the number one piece of advice that I can offer is you have to be kind to yourself on this journey of change. And if you're not kind to yourself, you're not gonna you know, pull yourself back up. Would you have friends if you talk to them how you talk to you? you know, maybe you start something and you don't, don't finish it or, you know, something. And I, and I've done that and I, I I'm in the process of, of completely releasing that habit. That's a, a habit that still, you know, creeps back in having this great thing and, and starting, but I still kind of keep the main thing, the main thing. And like, you know, the overall goal, I keep that at the forefront. Um, and I think, you know, if I've just done one thing today that helps me get to that goal eventually, then, then it's, you know, it can be a success. And maybe sometimes that is just shutting technology down, getting with myself, reading a book, um, you know, putting my, putting my feet up and, and just, you know, laying on my husband and crying and saying, I'm just, I'm overwhelmed. And then, and then getting back to it though, you know, and then just saying, okay, whew, I just needed to let that go. That was, that's a learning moment, Casey. Now let's, what can we do to, you know, get into action, but action will push down fear and doubt every single time. 
um, you know, and, and that action based on kind of what area, what area is going on in your life, you know, is different always. Sometimes action reading a book, sometimes the action is the meditation. Sometimes action for me is networking, connecting with new people. Uh, you know, so it, it's, it's, I, I kind of just, but, I, but I'm kind, I'm, I'm kind to myself. I, I, I beat myself up a little bit, then I'm like, oh, whoa, 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 wait a minute. And I start to catch that, that beat up moment of that it's it's we're human and and it's the growth and it's the it, it really is finding it's my new motto that like i'm stuck on um every call i'm doing this i'm start i get on a tangent on it it's finding the joy in the journey i heard tony robbins say right that success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure and i started thinking about that in like my life or when i hit certain milestones or you know my gosh i'm walking in the cayman islands um you know and, and kathy coover calls me and she tells me i'm a millionaire in our company and and you know and so i was like yeah but then i was like oh i should still be like doing a little bit more why haven't i been and I was like, what are you talking about like you know but there was still there's still those moments. So it's, I've really just started to pause a lot and say, okay, find the fulfillment in whatever's going on because it's part of the journey. And that's where the success is. It's not a certain milestone. It's not a rank. It's not a title. It's not a certain amount of income, right? Cause the goal can be going there because people can make millions. It's keeping the millions, right? I mean, so you can even think about that too, but, um, it's, it's finding the fulfillment and I just, fulfillment is just such a, a key. I am fulfilled. I am fulfilled. That's the affirmation pops up on my phone. Um, fulfillment to me is just really become the epitome of success. Oh my goodness. I love that. I've been really tapping into that a lot lately too. Like, um, I've been doing this hundred days of laughter. I don't know if you've seen, but it's just allowed me to look intentionally every single day for something to smile about, to laugh about, to be joyful about. And it has transformed my world that was already pretty fantastic. Right. So it's, um, I, I love what you just said there. And earlier you said, you know, it's knowing that there really is no destination. And you have a vision though. I heard um, um, Molly Johnson, who works with Rod Hairston, who is, um, I don't even know what his company's called, like Growth You or something like that. Yeah, he's, he's a phenomenal coach, author. Um, yeah, he's amazing. Anyway, he said, or he was talking to Jim Cooper and asked him, you know, what's your vision? And you know, what does it feel like to reach your vision? And he's all, I've never reached my vision. And, and they're like, what? Like you have this, you're a billionaire, you have this amazing company, you know, how, how can you say you've never reached your vision? And he's like, well, the vision is like the sun. I never want to touch the sun that would burn me. It's so bright. It's so big that there's no way I'll ever reach it. However, I can see it every day and it helps me know the direction to go in, you know? And so even on those cloudy days, you can still see the sun behind the clouds, right? And so it's the vision that keeps you going. And, um, and being able to look at each stepping stone as the joy. So I felt you said it so beautifully. I just wonder if you have always had the purpose, the vision that you've had now, or, and maybe it was like really quiet or silent in the beginning, or what has happened to your vision, I guess? What is, what is that? How do I ask the question? How is that growing or has it grown or has it just been more clear or, you know, tell me about your purpose in the beginning when you were that nurse and you're like, wait, is this all there is and how has it transformed now and does it, has it always been the same guiding star for you? 
Um, you know, in the beginning, it was as, as easy, as simple as I didn't want to go through deployments with my husband. It was bring my husband home. That was it. He was active duty military. That, that was as far as I could see. It wasn't about changing the world, making the world a better place. Um, it was one of my husband. It was a very, it was a, a, a selfish, I guess you could call it, which, you know, is, is that though? I mean, that's, that's love. You know, you want to, I was opposite schedule of him. I was nights, weekends, holidays, you know, that's when he had off and that's when I was working and, and that's really where it started. And, you know, and then my gosh, moving, getting in, in a house that had a central, central heat. Oh, that, that was a vision right there. Right. Um, so, you know, that's where it started. Uh, just a little bit more comforts and, and having him having him home more and you know then when I really got around people that had bigger visions I started reading I started seeing possibility you know I started seeing possibility and now I just really do believe you know that love enlightenment peace health wealth prosperity are the, the true things in this world and with the free and unrestricted use of all things that I am able to bring these things to millions and over time billions of people like you know all of those different areas and so that's 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 a, a long-term vision of mine I think about animals and kids I really do think that it, you know changing the world at a, at a drastic scale starts with with what kids are being taught at a, at a young age and what they're growing up with and you know how many kids can we can we uh, you know start to expose to, to universal laws and you know things like that I think that's a, a huge thing so I have this um, thing you know it says library for all and I have a picture of a, of a little kid and just putting libraries and electronic libraries all over the world and then I have an uh, animal rest you. I, I have, you know, visions to take animals and couple them with the elderly who are by themselves and then employ women and children of abuse to go and then um, take care of the animals, feed them, walk them for the elderly who can't do that. So, I mean, that takes, that, those are massive things that will ultimately impact the world, you know, at a very high level. And then as those things keep going, keep going, billions will be impacted. You know, you, you touch one person's life. I mean, billions can be impacted from one person, you know, catching, catching a true glimpse of possibility. I mean, billions are impacted from Jim and Kathy Cooper, right? With greatness, the interest are taking it, they're pumping it full into everybody um, of just this greatness of vision that, you know, has been casted from, from two people, three people, you know, with, with John. And uh, so, yeah, it, it didn't start like that. But then once seeing the possibility, what's really knowing worth and deserving, really understanding um, universal laws, how money works. I've become a huge student of money, um, a, a student of understanding wealth. Money is really kind of an illusion, but a student of uh, exchange and what really wealth is and uh, how, to, how to move it. Um, pneumostatic law is what they call it. Um, and, you know, and, and Jeffrey Combe is somebody who introduced me to that. And I've just had amazing mentors now. And I spend a lot of time studying money. Um, and uh, it's uh, big goals like that take big budgets. <laughs> and um, so, you know, and being comfortable with money, being, being like, yeah, the, the more, the more money, the more wealth that I receive, the more I do with it. And I'll never forget reading the science of getting rich um, by Dave MacArthur, uh, handwrite a handwritten book that he gave to Lenny. And uh, it was like, you know, your friend Dave. And I was like, Oh, this is after I saw Dave do that presentation. I was like, Okay, this is the one I'm taking. Lenny let me take a book off of his um, bookshelf. When you guys can get like excited about books where you're just like giddy about books. I mean, that's, that's not that's a shifting moment for sure. And I was I read that book. And it was like, it is your moral 
duty, it is your moral obligation to get rich, to get rich, to serve humanity. And I've really taken that to heart. And so, you know, just my husband and I are just really, um, really, you know, just focused on growing our wealth so that we can serve a lot of people and being comfortable and pushing down that whole, um, you know, stigma of, of, oh, you know, money is the root of all evil and all those things that we hear. And uh, so, but that's, um, yeah, you know, just big, big visions now to change the world where it all just started with spending some more time with my husband and some some warmer feet that was it I love that so it wasn't about I have to see my vision before I move it Mm -hmm. was here's the stepping stone and I'm going to take it and as you've taken each step it's become bigger and broader and more clear to you right yeah, and, and, and there's still, it's kind of like, that's a vision, you know, I, I love that with Jim Coover, gosh, that, that's beautiful, um, you know, the, you, the sun, it's always there, you see it, and you keep reaching, because it'll burn you, because it's so bright, and, and even now, and, and, you know, it's like, okay, maybe getting to a certain different home, or, you know, just having that peace, where you don't have any debt being a goal, but it's all taking you to that, to that bigger one, um, you know, so it's still, is, it's still a stepping stones, it's not this, this grand one, but in the beginning, is you're diving into personal development who you are you're figuring you're figuring out the, like as that process is happening it's growing and growing and growing in the beginning because you're first now discovering possibility and your infinite possibility which I know for me was a very small of when I started this you know I, I wouldn't have thought that things were like this were even possible the things that I'm experiencing now um so it's it's allowing those things being open as they come in and being open to to changing your vision a little bit to 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 redoing it you know and and that's okay it doesn't have to stay the same and um and and it and a lot of it can be for yourself for your own joy and experience it doesn't have to be for even others or change if that's what drives you and pulls you to 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 work harder to show up or you know so that's okay and not judging and and just not judging it um but it's definitely i i believe that vision's still gonna that's you know an ultimate one but little ones here and there and step ones I think it's still going to change and I'm going to be open as those come to me and write them down and sit on them and a year from now you know we might have this call and it's a totally totally different vision I don't know (laughs) I love it I love it that seriously is what it's about and it has everything to do with being open and like you said just finding the joy in the journey like if you can't enjoy it for yourself you're not going to be motivated even though we can say no everything I do is for other people and ultimately, finding the joy in your journey is the best thing you can do for other people because it gives you that full cup that you have to serve from. Like I served from empty for so long and what I was doing, I wasn't serving. I wasn't serving anybody and I've been able to understand that and that's what I see in you. You are just, you're joy bubbling over. Every time I see you, you're just bubbling over and I just can't help but receive from that. And that is the key, I believe. And you've just explained it so, so beautifully. I love it. Fill in the cup, fill in the cup. Like it, that is key. I mean, we have to, and you have to kind of step back sometimes and you know, you have to incorporate fun and laughter and you know, I mean, you have to. And um, if you really want to, I think if you want to be successful, you have to love what you do. And if you're showing up every day and there's not a joy or a love to it, is there, you know, it, as, as you go on, just do things get easier for sure. You know, as, as we get better, things get better and you know, whatever, whatever we're undertaking. Um, but if you really, you know, you're offering value to people and you really, you know, you're, you're just service oriented and you can turn that into to join fun, but you 
you have to do that to yourself. You know, I'm huge on massages. I'm huge on, you know, sitting on the beach. I'm huge on just uh, soaking up the sun, reading a book, um, you know, unplugging. Like, those are just huge. I'm huge on, you know, going out, having fun with my friends. Like, it's just... I'm big on all those things so that I can enjoy this, this journey along the process. Um, but it, it is, it's once I really started to, to enjoy, enjoy what I was doing in a sense of, uh, you know, finding, finding balance, which is still, well, it looks like that for me. Um, it, you know, it, uh, it, it just got, got so much better. So just, just enjoy it. It's fantastic. Wow. Thank you so much. And I do feel well, like thanks for having me. Again, you are welcome. I feel like we'll have to have you back because I know there's no end to Casey Fluff and your energy is just, it's just contagious. I love it. I love you. I just thank you so much. Well, I am so grateful for you guys. I, there's just no, no amount of words for what Mechanic to Millionaire has done for me and so many people I know and you guys just serve so much and you're just impacting so many lives. So uh, we just love you guys and we're so grateful and uh, keep, keep, keep doing it, Carrie. Keep doing it. Keep uh, spreading the message of people finding their value and putting their intention out and receiving it all because uh, you're just, you're an inspiration to so many. So love you dearly and just thank you so much for all that you do. Thank you. There's no stuff in us now, right? There's no stuff. No, awesome. <laughs> awesome. All right. Thank you so much. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? <laughs> I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. EWN Podcast Network.